This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. Hey, it's the show about the most interesting people and stories in Mississippi. Hey, look, on today's show, we feature two guys who are all about living healthily and eating well. And we put them together, and guess what? You now have a healthy Mississippi. Fitness guru Paul Lacoste and restaurateur and entrepreneur Jeff Good are here today to discuss the Healthy Eating Initiative. Plus, Michelle and I will chat about current events throughout the state inside of our water cooler conversation segment. Hey, to be part Part of today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. This is Now You're Talking at MPB Think Radio, and we'll be right back after the news. Support for NPR comes from Inada, creators of the Japanese-made Dreamwave massage chair with shiatsu point detection and 16 pre-programmed massages, including morning and nighttime sessions. Retail dealers nationwide. More at dreamwavechair.com. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Hey, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday. I hope you're having an awesome day. It is an awesome day because it's actually nice outside. It's not raining. It's not snowing. The water pipes aren't breaking. We're doing great. And I tell you what, today we're going to have a fantastic show. We're going to have two of my favorite people and very interesting people as well. We're going to have fitness guru. I like that guru. It makes him sound like some kind of like Buddhist statue. Paul Lacoste, he's the owner of Operator of... Uh, well, Paul Lacoste Sports, but you've probably heard of his training before, PLS. And I, I will admit right here, complete disclosure, I do PLS, yes. And I have done it for, I guess, since 2012. So, and I, and I like to think I'm in top shape. But anyway, Paul's on with us. And you remember Paul. He's been on the show before as well. Also, we're going to have, um, I tell you what, one of the more interesting people in the, in the, in the Jackson area, but I, I think in Mississippi as well, and Jeff Good. And if you don't know Jeff, well, Jeff has a bunch of restaurants. He's got Bravo. He's got Broad Street Baking Company and Sal and Mookie's does some catering as well. Uh, but he's also started an incredibly fantastic, wonderful, healthy eating initiative. And we're going to talk to him about it as well. He's had a really tough year so far this year, too. And we're going to ask Jeff about that, how he's kind of making it through it. Uh, can you imagine you own a restaurant in a town? And suddenly you can't get water to your restaurant? Yeah. That well, would you be... know what? At the end of the day, you kind of need water. Exactly. To make ice, if nothing else. <laughs> so, and, well, of course, we make ice in Jackson. We do that pretty well. So, And, of course, you just heard Michelle. Miss, Hello. Miss, I got to see you in action the other day oh, at the yeah. Stanley Nelson event that over nice. at Jackson State. You yeah. were emceeing it. Yeah. It was nice. Of you. you did great. Thank yeah, you. you, you oh, you've done simple. this before. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you've done it a couple <laughs> times. I know. It's like me. It's like somebody said, because, well. The marathon was this weekend, right, and we'll talk right. about that in just mm-hmm. a second, was. And I had to go from the marathon, you know, after I ran my right. – thir- oh, I didn't run the whole 26.2. I only only ran 13.1 because I'm, I'm a slacker. <laughs> uh, so I, I had to go from there, went home, took a hot shower, and then went and emceed the Mississippi Press Association's oh, wow. Better Newspaper Advertising Awards, which wow. meant I stood up behind a podium for about an hour reading off names. 
which you know me because I was mispronouncing mm-hmm. all those names, of course, too. <laughs> but I mean, sitting there and, you know, they always tell you at weddings, don't lock your legs. Right. Because then you'll pass out. Uh-huh. You and like- I just knew I was going to face plant. Wow. Just knew it. But I made it through it, had a good meal and life was good. And But it was fun day. And I mean, you'd think the rain would have ruined the whole uh-huh. thing because you remember we had John on right, last week right. talking about it. Uh, rain actually helped. Cause, Did it? Yeah, because you get hot, you know, when you have run. Right. And so when you're going along and there's, I tell you what, and I've got 10 things that I learned from the marathon, or at least want to share from it. And I'm going to tell you about that well, you in know just what? a second. Guess what this is called? Yeah, the water cooler <laughs> part. Uh, I, your you know, stomach I got, gurgling. One I have to do my little sound effects, you know, as a uh, producer. I, I love that. I know you do. It really does sound, it does Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, let's get what Paul's mic on there. Paul's we're, talking. We need we need Marshall to admit that he ran the half marathon with Doug Harkins, a cardiologist at Jackson Heart. I thought that was a really, really smart move. It to was. Have, to have your cardiologist friend running along beside well, here's you in the deal. a half marathon. At one, exactly. point, at one point, we're about we're going up the hill, right? There's this huge hill. It's right near where the Children's Museum is in Jackson along I-55. So we're running up it. And I look over to Doug, and I say, look. You know, you're a cardiologist. If I fall out, you can save me. Right. I'm a cartoonist. If you fall out, I can draw a really funny <laughs> picture about it. And he said, I'm never running with you again. Lord. So, so it uh, worked out good. I, these are the 10 impressions I got from it. Mm-hmm. Number one, Jackson's Hillier. You think I mentioned the hills. Yeah. Uh, State Street uh, and the Front Road, the Children's Museum, blah, blah, Bellhaven. It'll beat you down. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, State Street, uphill all the way, mm-hmm. even the downhill parts uphill. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like it. Um, they changed the course around a little bit. It was neat. They, we got to run through the Ag Museum. So okay. if anybody's ever been to the Ag Museum, that was really cool. Uh, that was a nice touch. The Sonic Boom, Jackson State, that was awesome. All right? So we're sitting there about mile one, and they're sitting there playing. And so, they, But they had blues musicians all along the course. Yeah. And it helps, right? Yeah, even in the rain. Mm-hmm. So they had little tents, and they're playing. And so it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. The crowd support is fantastic. And I tell you what, the volunteers – Make that race because every few feet somebody'd say, "Thank y'all for running. Thank y'all that's for good. running. Thank you." I and mean, so that's nice, you know, because mm-hmm. you know we live in a really rude world. It's kind of nice when actually somebody tells you, "Thank, thank you." you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, well, thank you for picking me up off the pavement after I, you know, <laughs> fall out. Also, too, I want to thank the Jackson Police Department did a great job, you know, blocking off the roads and All everything, right. keeping us safe. And you know, those guys are standing out in the rain. I know they got paid, but still, it wasn't you know they got wet, right? So that was, and that was cold. They weren't running. Uh, number five, Jackson has a lot of potholes. I think we've probably all figured that one out by now. But they've repaved a lot of the streets. And so I've seen that. It was really yeah. nice, and they've done good work. And number six, our friend John Noblin, who was on last week, I have a lot of respect from him. That, that is hard. Mm-hmm. And I used to put on a 5K. I did that for 10 years. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine and, and his family and I put one on, and that's a lot of work. It is. And it just did a great job. I want to thank, of course, Continental came in as a sponsor. And, and I thought they were happy because, honestly, it was a really positive event. Uh, I mentioned the blues musicians as well. That was tough. That was just a nice touch. Runners, you know, the thing I like about runners, for the most part, now there's a few jerks out there, I'm sure, uh, and those you trip, you know, you get them out of the way. <laughs> but the but for the most part, everybody's pretty supportive, right. and so you carry on little micro conversations along the race, and um, that was neat. The rain wasn't a big deal. It felt, I actually felt pretty good, you know, and I don't like it when it hits you in the face because right. that's a little annoying, but I had a hat, so I was, I was okay. It's not like I have to worry about bad hair. I have that every day anyway. <laughs> and number 10, I and mean, I just hope Continental sticks with it because – uh, we ran along with a runner from Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, good. Okay, a guy came out of town, came here to Jackson, Mississippi, just to run this race. Right. So he was dropping his dollars here in Mississippi. Right. And, you know, I don't know what his impression was of Mississippi. He may have thought, ah, you know what, Mississippi, I've seen the movies. I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> but he came here, 
And you know what he said to us, he, to, to my friend Doug, the cardiologist mm-hmm. who could have mm-hmm. saved me? Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? Mississippians are the nicest people I've ever met. <laughs> now, I don't know what, yeah, like I said, he could have had the worst opinion of us, could have thought we were a bunch of backwoods, terrible human beings, <laughs> but he doesn't now. He thinks we're good people. You know, uh, what number was that? <laughs> Was that ten? That? that was ten. Okay, no, you're good. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt your. Oh no, good deal. Well, um, I I want to piggyback off what you said about what people perceive Mississippi to be. The director, well, the marketing director for um, Stanley. Yeah, Stanley Nelson. Stanley Nelson on Thursday, she walked up to Tara and I in the hall and said, "We've been doing this tour all over the country, and this is the best produced and organized screening we've ever." Had. Well, that's because Mississippi Public Broadcasting exactly. did it. Thank you very much. And, and we were sitting at the table eating dinner, and we were wondering. We, well, I, ma- I mentioned, I said, a lot of people don't, or well, they underestimate Mississippi because of what they perceive Mississippi to be via media, television, or whatever. But when they get here, they realize that we are intelligent, uh, uh, talented people. And we have so much to offer the world. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> and when they get here, they see it, and then they're so astonished and amazed. And, oh, my God, Mississippi. If people, more people would just understand what Mississippi and other states across the country have to offer and don't just go with what they think they know from the media and television and movies and portrayals of Mississippi. I love that she mentioned that, and she's going to tell everyone that Mississippi rocks, you know, and we do. Stanley Nelson, that was, he was an interesting guy. Of course, I got to interview him for Conversations, mm-hmm. the television show. Yeah. I, hope you, I hope you watch Conversations, by the way. That's really a lot of fun. And that but, is actually, I put that on the um, um, spill on Thursday. That is going to air. i got to get the date again. We yeah. have it in the book. Um, that was a great interview you did with him and getting to know him on a personal basis. Yeah, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. He, of course, he, you know, grew up, he had a very accomplished mom and dad. He kind of grew up in a, in a kind of an atmosphere where he was going to succeed. But, man, the guy's a MacArthur genius. He got a MacArthur genius grant. Mm-hmm. So that's $500,000 to go do whatever you want to do. Mm. And he's a documentary filmmaker. Right. And, and he tells stories that maybe we probably don't normally hear. Right. And so that makes he's one of Peabody, which is about as good Excellent. as you're going to get in television. True. And he's yeah. very, I mean, and it's down to earth. And what I noticed no one asked in the question and answer period, but I asked it on my own. How long did it take you to complete this documentary? Documentary. Yeah. Java and I had a little bet. I said three years. I think he said two. He yeah. said nine years. Yeah, it was close to ten years. Yes, yeah. because the hardest part is to take out um, um, footage that you want to put in, but you have a time you know span that you have to. Well, time, you are allowed at a certain time. So he says that that was the hardest thing: get all this footage and then not be able to put it all in and editing and taking it out. So I applaud him. It was wonderful. It was moving. It, it ignited. Uh, a little, what would you say? Would you say uh, not anger? Well, there but, was a little bit of anger because there wasn't a lot of uh, Jackson State in there. It was more southern. <laughs> I'm southern, gonna say what yeah. uh, Rob Jay okay. said this weekend. It was a lot of southern. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of southern. But, but was, you know what? It, southern had a very a good history that I didn't know that happened in but, southern. You, you know, know what it taught me? And, and to kind of give you um, a little preview of it's it's a film about basically. Um, African-American black education Mm -hmm. from the time of the Civil War up to historically black colleges and universities and talking about that. Very fascinating documentary and really gives you some food for thought. Everything from Booker T. Washington to W.E.B. Du Bois Mm -hmm. kind of understand why, you know, education is the way it is. And, and, And I thought that was good. But I think the one thing that really, really touched me was talking about how hungry everybody was for education yeah. when they couldn't get it. Right. You know, and sometimes in life, and we think about that, we get so 
blase about mm-hmm. all these great, wonderful things that we can have. Education, we've got the whole world now at mm-hmm. our fingertips with a phone. And, and you have to and, push your children to go to, to school or pick up a book. Put the cell phone down. Put the iPhone down. Right. Get off Instagram and YouTube or whatever well, that we you're want on. to be entertained. We don't exactly. want to be educated. But I told my, you know, I have a 14-year-old daughter, and uh, I tell her that all the time we're going to sit in front of the television and watch this together because I want her to understand that all of the things that like you said you have now that are are afforded to you people fault people die for you to have those rights and you just take it for granted and you don't want to even use it and the whole generation they call it the what x what was it the X, Y, and Z. I have Jeff Good on my side. See, I have Jeff Good on my side. You have Paul on your side. (laughs) Yeah. Who's better? You know what? Paul can beat up Jeff. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Jeff. I don't Um, ever mess with someone that feeds me as good as Jeff feeds me. You feed me, I love you. Yeah. See, he can help you lose weight. He can help you well, gain weight. Well, that's why weight. I don't <laughs> mess with my cardiologist when I run either. You know, it's like, hey, you're gonna draw a cartoon about this. Not as long as you're gonna save me. But no. you know what? Speaking of that, that's what we're gonna talk about today. How Jeff and and Paul and you come together, and you know, I have some questions on the script that I put in to Jeff. You're around all this good food, this Italian food, and all this rich food. How do you take that and say, you well, know what? I need to push a healthier Mississippi. The thing so about we're Jeff talk is, about that. I mean, Jeff looks really skinny in yeah. his pictures. Those pictures are ten years old. He hadn't taken a new picture in 10 years. Oh, he's hating. That's called a hater, isn't it? No, Jeff and I don't hate. I don't. We don't hate. We tease. There's a big difference. It's huh? a big difference. Now, he actually judged a chili. He judged a chili, chili contest this weekend. So. Oh, we talk about that, too. Yeah, the man's amazing. he does amazing. look nice. I mean, oh, he looks great. He always looks good all the time. I mean, I, mean, I don't I'm know. Coming from, from a man perspective, I'm Jeff's a, a good-looking guy. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> you heard the whistle. I know he did. I went to an event Saturday night, uh, Andrew Diamond. It was a, an engagement party for the Diamond family, and Andrew's uh, getting married. And, and who catered it but Bravo? Of course. So I had some uh, – they had – it was really good. They, they had roasted and grilled vegetables. Yeah. And, and, man, I tore that whole tray up. So they had to go get another tray and bring the tray <laughs> right. up. Right. I can go to Broad Street and get a chopped salad right now and be the happiest man on the planet. Well, speak, look, since we're throwing Bravo, Bravo um, actually gave us our box lunches Thursday for the overflow, which we didn't have to use. So we actually had free lunch um, so still Friday here. Uh-huh. Uh, they gave them away. And we had a great ciabatta, turkey or ham choice with a salad and a good cookie. It was a healthy cookie. Now, there is no such thing as a good cookie, is there, Paul? What is she talking about? I don't know. It was a healthy She's just got a new nickname, Cookie Monster. Uh, Yeah, it was a great cookie in there, but it was, you know, the salad. Okay, the salad was healthy. There you go. There you go. With a nice balsamic You're starting to pull yourself out of the ditch. It was very good, but, Uh you know, we all had that for free, and we were all talking about how good it was. That ciabatta bread was very good. Hey, could you give Jeff back his $20 bill? I know. (laughs) Well, we're going to take a break. Okay. And then when we come back... Can we bring Paul in? By the way, give us a quick basketball update. Oh, real quick. Today is the semifinals. Uh, Sywell Middle School boys and girls will be competing tonight, 5.30, for uh, the semifinal. And the championship will be this Thursday at Forest Hill. And we will be more likely going against Northwest. If you can't be proud of your kid, well, who's going to Oh, my God. I haven't slept since the beginning of the season. And so after Thursday, I think I can exhale. I bet, I bet you can hold your breath an entire game, can't you? And I have. Yes. I do know that feeling. I remember when my son was playing goalie in soccer, I learned to hold my Seriously. breath for 30 minutes. And everybody, I'm the mic, of course. I'm the one on the mic. I'm announcing the games and having fun with the kids. And I have my DJ here with there with me. And everyone says, just breathe. Calm. I can't. Calm. I, until oh, that I 10 seconds. the other seconds, team hates you. They do. And I they try to you. be neutral. But uh-huh. 
I do try to be neutral. They're What's not funny neutral is that uh, body. Uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. I can't host the championship game when my daughter is playing on the other team. I'm like, that is not fair. I cannot do it. Yeah. So I might uh, enlist someone else to come on and do something else. So. I think that's I think that's a smart move. I might. I might. might do that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk to the voice you've been hearing already, our guest, Paula Koss. And I tell you what, we're going to find a way to help you become a better and new you. And Paul's great about that sort of thing. And, of course, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday, by the way. Um, Beginning of the week, I hope you've started off well. And I tell you what, we started off the show well. In the studio with us is a guy that, well, you could use the word intense. That would work. Passionate. I would say he's 100% devoted to his goals. That's true. Uh, He's none other than fitness guru himself. Paul Lacoste. Paul, man, good to have you back on. Marshall, thank you. I, I love our friendship, and I'm so thankful that you're friends with me. I spent some time with you on the phone yesterday when I was driving on 49, and always love the conversations that you and I get into. Well, thank you. Yes, most of them we can't repeat on the air. No, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I tell you what, um, another PLS is cranked up. And you got, yeah. You've got people out there, and, and I think one of the most moving moments was on the first day, you had a lady that had the courage to get up at four or something in the morning, get out there, get out on a track. She probably hadn't exercised in her life or at least a lo- in a long time. And we got and we did the fitness test. She's struggling, yep. but she pushes through it. And you walk around the track with her because we had to go a mile and you held her hand. Yeah, that was amazing. Well, and, and uh, you know, I, as I spent time with her walking around the track, she's She's a heavy lady. She's 45 years old. She's she's a smoker. She's made un, unhealthy decisions, and she could hardly speak with me. So it gave me a lot of time to talk to her, right? And and to let her know that you know the past is the past. We're moving forward. We're not going to let anything that's held her back in her life hold her back anymore. That I cared about her, and that uh, I told her. I, by the time we finished that lap, you guys ran four laps in the time that she and I walked one lap. Yeah. And, and I told her never again. And I think that's what people realize uh, when they come to training or they start any training program. I think it's important for you to remember it's not where you start. It's where you finish. And to remind you of the pain that you go through in the beginning so that you never go back to that. That's right. And at the end of uh, spending some time with her and, and holding her hand, I said, look, you hold my hand better than my wife does. So I really want to thank you. And she laughed. She thought that was so funny. But, you know, I I. I I love that part of training people and helping them because I, I think a lot of times 
it comes across as my intensity and my passion when I have to push you. But a lot of people don't see how much I truly care. And and I think uh, for the rest of the team, when they saw she and I holding hands as we walked around that track together, I think it was that, that first time, especially it being the first day, it made everybody realize, hey, I may be your coach, I may push you, I may challenge you mentally and physically, but I'm on your team. And and we all have to have people on our team, and we have to surround ourselves with people that believe in us and encourage us. And And as a parent, there's nothing more giving that you could give your children than to tell them how much you love them how much you believe in them, and don't listen to the negative when they leave the house. Only believe what your mom and dad tell you and how much they love you and how much they care about you. Don't worry about what your friends say. Don't worry about the negativity that's out there. And, and there's a lot of it out yep. there, no doubt. Uh, for those of you who may not know Paul, Paul is, of course, All-American linebacker at Mississippi State. He did it on pure will. Uh, and by the way, you do have a new book out. Yes, which is fantastic, and we'll talk about that in just a second as well. His story is in the book. Um, he also played pro ball. He's trained people throughout the years. He looks a whole lot like Mr. Incredible. <laughs> uh, he is a big, intimidating, scary man. But you're right. You have those tender moments. There was a moment the other day we were working out. It was it, God, you'd really pushed us. We'd done a lot where we had to do like a top of a push-up position, a mm-hmm. plank, straight-arm plank. And it was hard. I mean, it was hard for me, and I'm in fairly decent shape now. And there was one guy next to me, and you've nicknamed him Grizzly Adams because he has a big beard. Yeah. And I sat there and watched him the whole time. And, you know, it, the real temptation and when you're, you've done 50 minutes of exercise, you've, you're tired, you know, you think nobody's looking. You think about putting maybe your knee on the ground and resting a little bit. This guy didn't do it. No. And, and he kept, you know, I kept hearing him grunt and I kept hearing the grunting get louder and louder because you could tell he's really straining. At the end of the day, he did it. And you said that, and not to give too much of his personal information out there, but his his daughter was sick, and he was having to face that. And you have to believe, if you can have the mental fortitude to be able to make it through one hour of just intense, crazy exercise, that has to train you mentally for when your daughter gets sick. Well, and, and, you know, I I tell people that tough times are coming. Life is going to hit you at some point. And um, I I love what Jimmy Johnson used to say, you know. Where's my hairspray? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fatigue will make a coward out of you. Yes. And, and I'm not talking just physical fatigue. Right. It's It's the nutritional fatigue, spiritual fatigue, mental fatigue, whatever you've been through in life. And, and he said you can only do it if you're in great shape. Right. And at the end of the game, at the end of life or during life, when you look across the way and the other guy's hanging down and he's tired and you're standing tall, and you're tough, and you're ready, and you're in shape, and you you have pushed yourself, you're going to get through it, right? and, and you're going to win. And, and a lot of times people confuse life and say, okay, I've got to be tough. I don't know if it's so much about being tough as it's so much about being in shape. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just physical in shape, right. nutritional in shape, spiritual in right. shape, mentally mm-hmm. in shape. And you and I, when our friendship, we talk a lot about the mental component of life and, and how we have to push through our own negativities and our own mind playing games with us and flush the negative and, and only supply with the positive. I have a very good friend of mine, a guy named Craig Fan, who yes. is, he, he, he's a chef, and, and he has a very extreme personality, very much like mine. And either you love him or you hate him. And he has had extreme highs in his life, his career, extreme financial success, extreme devastation, and extreme high again. Right. And, and, and he's back on top. And he, uh, 
you know, we were talking over the weekend, and he said, you know, I am not going to make the mistakes that I've made. And he said, this is my second chance. And I think it's when we learn from those things that we go through. And, of course, in his second chance, he called me and said, hey, man, I've I've really done good this past year. I want to I want to help Mississippi. I want to make a donation to your Victory Sports Foundation and help these people get in shape. And and Craig made a very lucrative donation and I've been very thankful to him. But there's a guy right there that's made a lot of bad mistakes like we all have done. I've done them, you've done them, Jeff's done. Them. We've all done them. But it's saying, "Okay, what can I learn from that? How can I get better?" I read an article over the weekend uh is Huffington Post, which is not where I normally get my psychology information from, but I was, it was a very poignant, a very powerful article. Talked about a lot of people that with depression, you know, because the, the general thought is, well, there's a brain chemistry issue, blah, 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 blah. But said a lot of people go through childhood traumas. They have things that go on in their life, or they even have traumas in their life now where they feel like they're helpless. Yeah. And if you can get past the fact that you're not helpless and the fact that it was not your fault when you were a child, for instance, one of the things I, I, I think is so important about exercise or about having big goals and big challenges is if you can overcome that, then you know to yourself that you can overcome challenges that, you know, you maybe you felt like as a kid you couldn't overcome. And it's so incredibly powerful. And I'll tell you on a personal front, you know, I lost both my parents in the last year and a half. Uh, both of them died of terrible diseases. Both of them, one of them of Alzheimer's, one of them of COPD. My mom had some mental things that went on that were very difficult. It was a very challenging issue for both my sisters and I. But And, and I, honestly, all three of us kind of were left just wiped out. How I could even get up and every day was a miracle. Well, you know how I got up every day? I got up every day and went and worked out. Yep. And I got that hour out of the way and I got was able to train. I was able to achieve goals. And I thought, you know what, if I can get through the next 10 minutes and then another 10 minutes, another 10 minutes, then I can make it through this crisis that's going on at home. I got to tell you, it's it, exercise is honestly as good for your brain as it is for your body. It's that emotion, the endorphins that are released. It's the you know, and you've, you've heard me say it at training, leave all the stuff from your life out here right. on this field or in this weight room or in the sweat that's coming out of your body. Right. Leave all the negativity here and you go out in life and be the best. And I think it's all about us overcoming the fears that are affecting our transformation into us becoming the best that we can be. And that's why when I looked at, at you, Marshall, what you're doing in your life and, and how you're chasing those goals and overcoming mm -hmm. obstacles, Jeff Good and what he's doing with Up and Farms and, and the state of Mississippi offering fresh produce and food, Dan Blumenthal and his, his, his efforts of healthy cooking and healthy food preparation and healthy nutrition, Dawn Dougal and how as a, 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 a person she's overcome so many obstacles in, in her life. And you look at combining all five of us and putting us together and sharing to the state of Mississippi and our community how to do these. How do I get started? And, and people saying, oh, I'm scared. Right. Don't be scared. Right. It's over. Let's go. Let's push forward. You know, number one, and, and it's so important to remember this, and I wrote a little post this morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. I always write stuff very early. And, and I said, you know, I just hope the dear Lord can remind me that there is a center of the universe and I ain't it. I saw that. And yeah. if you can actually help someone else, you can get everything. And Zig Ziglar had a great quote on saying, if you can help other people get what they want, you will get everything that you want. And you don't do it with that in mind. But if you sit there and say, okay, I see a need out. That's one thing about Jeff. And of course, we'll bring Jeff in at any second. Yep. But Jeff's very good about that because Jeff is a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. He knows 
obviously that he needs to feed his daughters and his get them in through college and his wife. But at the end of the day, he knows what good business is. Good business is lifting up the community around his business. I heard, I heard some great Chip Henderson at uh, at Pine Lake Church was is is trying to help us as a church learn how to pray. And some of us pray, and you don't know what you're, you know, you don't know how to pray. Right. Maybe, you, and it's good that you're just praying. I think it's great that you're just talking. But he was talking about how we should try to pray. When we pray, we say, you know, here's what I need. Help me with this. Yeah. You know, please, I, I need this. I need trouble. You know, God, help me with this, 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 this. Like it's like God's a genie. Focus on me. Yeah. Focus on. He said, start praying to help others. Right. Start praying for all the people around you. Start praying for And he said, it's amazing. It comes right back to you. And let me tell you, but, you know, you're talking about all this, you know, overcoming things, blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of people out there. You turn on late night television and they're trying to sell you a box set of motivational tapes and all that. And, and, I, and I know enough about your story. And like I said, the book's out there. Folks need to buy it. It's very motivational, very powerful. Um, let me see. Here's a few things that you've been hit with. Uh, West Nile virus. That, yes, that was no minor thing because they were giving you last rights at one point mm-hmm. and you woke up from that. Uh, they told you you would never really walk again and here you are back to your full smooth. Oh, yeah, by the way, infections. Yep. Just over and over and over surgeries after surgery after surgery uh, to the point where your mom just literally almost laid down the middle of the floor of the hospital and said, We're going to give this kid a full scan so we can find out what's going on. And guess what they found? Cancer. Yeah. So then you get cancer. It's like, okay, Job is even there saying, oh, What's going on with this guy? Uh, you had a divorce, which yep. has been painful, um, but you got remarried and you've got a wonderful wife now. But I mean, the, you know, you've you've had ups and downs with your business. The thing is, you know a little bit about what you're talking about here. Well, you know, and through the things that you just mentioned, I think what uh, I know what God taught me. I used to think, you know, just be tough, and I shared that earlier. Life's just about being tough. I, I, I it's not. I think, you know, I wasn't a big tough guy when I was laying there with my legs cut open with the the West Nile and then the infections coming into my body from all the surgeries and the uh, side effects of the West Nile, then the cancer. I wasn't tough during that time. I was weak. And then when I went through divorce with my ex-wife and her moving away to the coast and me fighting a judge's ruling that was just totally off basis, uh, I got severely depressed, yeah. and and I got to the point, Marshall, where I would just cry, cry, cry. And you know, here I am, supposed to be this tough guy. I could, I would cry. I didn't want to leave my house. I was scared of conversation. I was scared to go out in public and get in conversation. And I was meeting with a counselor, uh, and 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 you and I both both know him well. And and I was visiting with him, and and he looked at me and he said, Paul. He said, at some point. You're going to get over this, and you're going to be stronger than you've ever been. And and he was right. Yeah. He was right. Once you get through that tough time, you don't know if you're going to be able to get through it, but you will. You don't give up. You just keep going. And on the other side of it, you're stronger than you've ever been. And then now I relate that to training. Just right. like that young lady, I'm holding her hand walking that track. She's over 400 pounds at the start of this. She's thinking, what the heck have I gotten myself into? And I told her, when you get through with this, you're not only going to be stronger physically, you're going to be stronger mentally. And that's where I find myself now. I'm stronger now than I've ever been. And what I want to do with that is help others. And you know, help Mississippi. And you know something probably along the way is why she ended up getting to 400 pounds. Yeah. Something so mentally. Oh, incredible. We're going to continue our conversation. Of course, Paula Koss is here, but we're going to bring into the show restaurateur and entrepreneur and all-around good guy, Jeff Good. We're going to talk to him, too. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. 
just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Yeah, Motivational Monday. If you're not motivated so far, you better check your pulse. You have no pulse. Of course, Paula Koss is here, and we're adding into the conversation uh, one of my favorite people, Jeff Good. Uh, Jeff, of course, you are a long-time restaurant. What, 20 years now? 25. 25. 25 years. That's great. you got a new book. you got a book coming out eventually. I about it. I, I, I do. It's quite an honor. It's yeah. unexpected. Congratulations on you. that. Because the Bravo Way, I think that's it's the called name. called the Bravo The Bravo Way. Way. Of course, uh, Bravo is one of your restaurants, and, and you've, you're now expanding. Uh, you've, you, you, I guess licensing would be it Licensing. Yes, yeah, Alamookie's is on the coast, on and the it'll coast. soon be We're out. working on Livingston and Madison County. That's exciting. We're very excited. And your water's on today? And my water's on today. That's why I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Thank you for being here, because I know how incredibly busy you are. Um, uh, 2018's been a little bit of a handful so it's, far. It's been a, t- a tough one for, yeah. for for me, but I tell you what, what a, what a blessing to be listening to the two of you this past um, segment and to um, hear that... My concerns are so much less than others. What? Isn't that true? Sometimes, you know, yeah. and, and relatively, you know, in the moment, everything is a challenge, and and yeah. and and when you're up against the wall, everything is um, um, is awful. And yeah. and I have a very much like Paul. I have a very type A, very aggressive personality. No, um, I never noticed is, that. It is, and I I I I will act out, and I have to keep on reminding myself I need to put in check that I am. I am part of a, you know, I'm a part of the flow. I'm part of, you know, a, a, a greater good, the great I am. I'm part of God's community. I need yeah. to back it down and realize that this too will pass. And I, th- I think that that's, that's the reality is that whatever the, whatever the plan is, I liked your 10 minute, 10 minute, 10 minute. I stopped drinking 20 years ago. So it's just so interesting that all, everything you guys were talking about in the recovery world, it's all basic principles. Right. And I exactly. think if we looked at any major world religion, you know, it's like the, you know, um, love your God, love your neighbor. It's all, you know, the golden rule. Everything is universal. And it's, you know, that the concept of recovery is one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Do the next right thing, keeping yeah. it simple. And I think that it's so hard, especially in today's world where we're just bombarded with so much, just to remember that if I just do the next right thing, the next right thing, the next right thing. And I actually take that to the training of the staff, or uh, especially waiters. You know, what's the next, well, you know, when you wait tables, what do you do? You do the next right thing that they need at their table. It That's could be great. water. It could be pre-bussing a table. It could be leaving them alone. It could be engaging them in a conversation. What's the next right thing for that table to give them the experience they want? Because it's so easy to get overwhelmed. I mean, okay, you're in Jackson, for instance. You're a business guy in Jackson. You look around, you see all the problems. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, this can never be done. And, and, I, and I wrote a column about it last week, talking about kind of tying it into the marathon. When you train for a marathon, you go out and you run two miles. Then you run three miles. And then you run four miles and five miles. And it builds up slowly, but you get out there and you knock out a little bit every day. And, and that's kind of the approach that you've taken with your businesses and, and the community. I mean, one minute you're pushing to get uh, – shrubs planted at the exit on, yes. on there just little stuff like that it's the next but, right thing but it builds up one of the things i've, I've come to understand is i have a uh, an agency i, I have a uh, the ability to connect with a lot of people 
Um, it's been digital in a lot of ways with email and then Facebook yeah. and all that, but also just personally. And, and I'm fortunate that a Rolodex is starting to grow. And for you young listeners, that's like a contact list on your phone. My, <laughs> my Rolodex is starting to grow and I, I'm able to, to if I, if I take the time to listen to somebody's need, I might be able to connect somebody to where they need to be. Right. And, um, um, so there's a lot of times people come in and they'll see me at broad street at, you know, in the morning having breakfast with somebody that's my place where I'm able to give somebody the gift of a meal, listen to what they, they, they need and what they want, and make a connection to be able to help them or to help, you know, Paul said it comes back, to end up helping me. And yeah. so that whole boomerang effect, you know, Paul, just I want to say to you, thank you for loving me, warts and all, and, you know, in, in inviting me to be a part of your vision for this transformational, um, um, what will become a tour I'm expecting we're going to go right after you too. We're going to we're going to we're going to, exactly. we're going to hit the world. But um, what a, what an honor to do this. Well, you know, I, I look at you and your career, and, and and a lot of people. Some people just see the success and where you have gotten. But I love where you started and how you went out and got what was it, a group of twenty guys, twenty five, forty forty four investors, investors, <laughs> and started his dream. Yeah. yeah, and he he went to forty five people and said, "Here's my dream." I went Here's- to seven hundred and fifty people. To oh get wow! To so here, no, <laughs> holy cow! And that's huge. That right there, so that important. right there is even bigger. Yeah. yeah. So and, and so he yeah. went for it. He didn't say, "I can't do it. I can't do and it." And he didn't no stop way. the first time he heard said no. He didn't say, right. "I'm scared." Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see who I'm looking Michelle, at, Marshall. Yeah, Michelle's not listening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not scared. He went for it. Yeah. She she realizes she's been called I'm, out. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm yeah. going to go uh-huh. for it. She's on the I'm other side of glass that, being tough. That's what I love about Jeff Good. He's yeah. not scared. He's going to go for it. He sees it in his heart. He's going to go for it. He sees a need in Mississippi, and he goes for it. And and what people know about Jeff and know about Marshall Ramsey and know about, about Dan Blumenthal and Don Dougal and myself, our heart is in it. Yeah. We want to help you. We want to help you. And and Jeff's, Jeff's initiative with Up and Farms, and I can't wait for him to tell the yeah, community about it. It's just I mean, great. Yeah, let me tell you, start with that a little bit because I'm, I moved here from San Diego, California. San Diego, California, other side of the mountains of the Imperial Valley. They have all kinds of fresh fruits and vegetables. They bring them over. Mm-hmm. You could buy a bag of Valencia oranges for $2. I mean, we were eating healthies all the time. We moved to Mississippi. I'm thinking, this is going to be awesome. This is like got the richest soil in the nation. We have the Delta. And you couldn't find any fresh fruits and vegetables because I guess you can't eat cotton or you can't eat soybeans. Well, you can eat soybeans, but not technically. And so you kind of discovered the food deserts and you start discovering some of the challenges that people have on eating healthy and everything else. Um, So suddenly you come up with this idea of getting local farmers to to bring the produce. Because it's good business for you, too, because you get fresh fruits and vegetables for your restaurants. Tell us a little bit about the heating and healthy eating. So I want to give credit where credit is due. So David Watkins Jr. is the gentleman who came to me about five years ago, and we started having this conversation. And he said pretty much the same thing you said. He moved back from L.A., and he had the same experience. He said, I don't understand. I'm back in my home state, but I can't find fruits and vegetables. And you are a, a good guy. You're the president of the Jackson Chamber of Commerce. You're a local guy. You believe in buying local, and you don't have any local food on your, your menu. Why is that? And the, and the reality is, is there is a, a, a very small marketplace for growing fruits and vegetables. The, the, the numbers I use are very simple. We grow $7.5 billion in agricultural product every year in Mississippi. So that's, that's trees and shrubs and seafood from the Gulf Coast and beef, pork, chicken, eggs, uh, all the row crops you mentioned, corn, uh, corn milo, cotton, soybean, um, and then fruits and vegetables. So $7.5 billion, $120 million are fruits and vegetables. That's a drop in the bucket. Of the 120 yeah. million, 
half of that is sweet potatoes. That's the one that's yeah. the one mature market we have here. So it's really you're talking sixty, seventy million dollars in fruits and vegetables. To put it in perspective, Broad Street every year buys one million dollars in food product to serve you. And that's not fruits and that's the entire thing. Right. But that's one restaurant on I fifty five that's one sixtieth buying power of so you can kind of get the numbers so right. w- what does it all mean to me I, I i i believed in the fact that i thought that we could make efforts to try to ignite this <laughs> and being a restaurateur again talking about agency and connections i would be an interesting voice now robert st john another amazing guy yeah uh years ago he bought a farm in uh, in hattiesburg and started having that uh, feed his um his restaurants and he got frustrated, and he had to kind of you know, bring that to, to a close because it's extremely hard to run a farm. He couldn't do two things. Our goal is to ignite farmers and to bring all farmers to the marketplace. So what we're doing is very simply is, is learning how to create the pathways to allow a farmer to finally grow a lot of fruits and vegetables, which they need to know what to grow, which has demand. Right. So traditions, I think, tell everybody, grow um, uh, summer squash, grow some tomatoes, grow a whole bunch of cucumbers. Everybody does at the same time and nobody wins. So we need to be able to have a varied amount of product. We need to help them make connections to the USDA. And, and there's so many great grant programs within the farm bill for small farmers that aren't tapped in this market because the farmers, you know, there's a discussion right now in Jackson about minority contractors. <laughs> the issue again about like what happened with the water main breaks that a lot of majority contractors had to fix the water mains because they had to get done. And a lot of smaller contractors don't have the capacity to deploy right. farmers the same way. A lot of small uh, disadvantaged, historically disadvantaged farmers throughout the state, particularly in the Delta, don't have the means to be able to grow, don't even have water and irrigation. So there are programs to get that. We are the value chain coordinators for the state of Mississippi. Up and Farms has been selected by the USDA for, mul- for it is a multi-year cooperative agreement we have with them to act as the agent to be able to connect people together. So that's the real work we're doing. It's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. We put a lot of our own funds, our own coin into this. There's a reason I haven't made a donation to Paul's foundation because I've got every penny in this. <laughs> it's okay. It is, it is everything. I'm putting it all on the, on the table for this, all of it, because I believe in this. And the goal is to make a healthier and wealthier Mississippi. That's right. When a farmer in the Delta can grow fresh fruits and vegetables that, for their neighbors and their neighbors can afford to buy it, that's when we have a closed-loop, robust economy that is going to be different. And the work we're doing here with the with the fears affecting trans um, transformation program that we're doing Thursday that we'll let Paul talk about a little bit in detail is we're going to tell that story in a in a short period of time and then we're going to talk about an actionable thing that each of your listeners and the folks that are involved in this program can do and that's to buy a retail farm pack and I'm here to tell you that you are going to be the recipient of a weekly farm pack I know. a my, gift from my us family's to you. pumped I, I'm not they're, they're happy because I mean I've got a 15 year old who's an athlete and he's like hitting his mom every I want to eat healthy I want to eat healthy yeah. I want to eat healthy and now we know we got fruit, fresh fruits and vegetables every Wednesday in. I'm assuming yeah. you probably like to pick it up at Broad Street that's yeah. a local place here I've got eight places around the state to pick up, but in a nutshell, uh, Marshall, what you're going to get, the same thing that that Paul is getting every week, a large box of mixed produce that is always Mississippi first. And this is a real interesting time for us is that it's not right now because 
there are there's especially with the freeze there's very few things that we can do other than to give somebody here's a box of broccoli that came from Alston. so it's so we've we're working with sunrise produce which is an outstanding distribution network they're helping us fulfill with product right. that's coming from california product that's coming from south um, uh, central america and so we the idea is that we want to make sure you have a great robust and diverse amount of produce to be able to take you through the week. You get it on Wednesday, you use it through the weekend, and get ready for the next Wednesday. And then as we step week by week, one step at a time, week by week, you're going to see the tilt happen where all of a sudden it is going to be verdant and robust with Mississippi produce. One of the things the three of us have noticed, and we're going to take a break, I guess, in just a second. We'll talk about this and talk about the lineup. I think all three of us have come into – no, we love Mississippi. We're here for a reason. Yep. But we see the problems with our health problems and realize we've been attacking it from different directions. So now we're coming together to attack it all at once. And I think this is going to be really exciting. And we'll talk about that in just a second. I'm the free safety. The free safety. <laughs> And he's a linebacker. I'm the bench warmer. This is going to be perfect. All right. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Um, of course, we're talking with Jeff Good, restaurateur, entrepreneur, all-around good guy. I mean that. I really do. You're uh, very kind. I don't want you saying that. You, I like the way you made a cartoon of me back in the convention center days. Where yeah, I was Jeff, Jeff Goody, Goody Two-Shoes. Two shoes. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're bouncing uh, along with your cape. So. Why can't we have a convention center? Sorry. I don't know. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a good thing. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, it's worked out okay in the long run here. A couple stories. Number one, you're talking about, the, of course, the, the fresh fruits and vegetables, and people can get that every week. The thing that really strikes me about it is the price. Um yeah. Because a lot of times people say, I can't afford, I got to buy processed stuff because it's cheap. I got to feed right. my family. I got to get the burger. At the f- you don't have to do that. Because tell us about the price of it right, so, it's unbelievable. So here's the scoop. I'm going to start by saying you, you, to see this, you go to upinfarms.com. Upinfarms.com. And then click on Farm Pack. So we, we, we distribute through eight locations right now mm-hmm. statewide. And this box is delivered on Wednesdays. And it's $30. And it is a box of produce that is curated by us, working with Sunrise, and, and, and it's just amazing. And we send an email every week telling you what's in the box and giving you a couple restaurant, um, uh, a couple recipe ideas. Uh, Don Dougal does a great job of doing that. So very quickly, what, the pickup locations to make it easy for you, Olivia's Food Emporium in Madison. In Macomb, we're doing the Southwest Regional Medical Center down in Macomb. We're doing Broad Street right there in the middle of Jackson on I-55 and Northside Drive. What's Cooking in Flowood for the reservoir folks and out going towards uh, Brandon. In Laurel, the Night Butcher, a craft butcher shop that's right there in downtown Main Street. Um, uh, Flowood uh, towards Dogwood, we have Stinky Feet. Then uh, at 
Holocaust uh, Sports Camp every single Wednesday up at Madison Central uh, uh, High School. We're doing pickup. And, yes, that's at 5 a.m. in the morning. The, the packs are there for you to pick up and go. And then, finally, uh, our friends at Fleet Feet in Ridgeland to be able to handle the Ridgeland Marketplace. So you can see we've got the metro area covered. We also are doing our first things in South Mississippi with Laurel and with Macomb. We have a conversation for Hattiesburg happening today. Uh, and we have a conversation with Clinton happening today. So I'm spending a lot of time working on this, but it doesn't work unless people sign up. And what you're doing here is you're, you're taking care of yourself with a $30 box, but you're also taking care of our, our program, what we're trying to do. This is a retail product set that gives us a, a little trickle of revenue that keeps our work going so we can do things like the fat lineup with, um, um, with Paul that I'd like, like to share. Yeah, in our remaining moments, talk about that a little bit, Paul, because this is really exciting. And thank you, by the way, for letting me be part of it. Well, well I, I want to thank all of you for, for your passion for Mississippi mm-hmm. and your passion for helping others. And, and that's what, you know, when I look at us as a team, that's what we want to do in our own special ways. And, and Marshall's going to be speaking on the, the magic of laughter and um, a better living through humor, health, and, and attitude. And, and Marshall does that to a T. Jeff, Jeff Good is also going to be st- speaking with about Up and Farms and Mississippi Lift, creating a local invested, invested food trade for Mississippi. Don Dougal is going to touch on how to change your story one step at a time. And Chef Dan Blumenthal is going to talk about health, healthy eating and how it can taste so good and how to prepare those So you foods. don't have to fry everything. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and then I'm, a, of course, talk about uh, living life at the next level. And what we're doing, we're coming together at St. Dominic's Hospital. We've got a lot of great people is like uh, Ron Aldridge from the Mississippi Beverage Association that's it's been a part of all my programs for years. Um, and, and we're all coming together, these these people that have initiatives to, to help Mississippi. And it's a free event at St. Dominic's Hospital this Thursday from 6 to 7.30 in the auditorium, which is you park around the back of the hospital, come in the back entrance and go down to the basement. Uh, you'll find all of us there. Uh, we, we want everyone there. We want we want our entire Jackson, greater Jackson community to come and be a part of this. And uh, it doesn't matter where you are in life, how you're feeling about things, what motivation you're looking for. You've got five people that care about you that you're going to learn something from. And I've heard for years, you know, when you go to a convention, you go to hear motivational speaking, you go to any kind of event. Just go there to take one thing away yeah. from one speaker. Here's the goal. Here's the goal. I want everybody in that audience that hears us to be able to go out there and affect maybe two or three other people's lives. And then those people Amen. can take it forward and spread it out. Because honestly, if it's going to change, it's going to require that kind of effort. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Definitely. And uh, we're going to give away two farm packs that night. So nice. if you want, we're going to have them. You'll see what they look like. And two lucky contestants. Wow. We'll be winning. And Lizzie, my wife, looked at me the other night. She said, Paul, this, this event's going to be great. She says, it's going to be great. But I want to tell you this right now. You're going to give away two 12-weeks training sessions for free. So, wow. so Jeff's going to be giving away the farm packs. I'm going to give away two free 12-week training sessions. Marshall and I are going to be there with our books. And I'll and, give away a few books. Oh, wow. There you yeah, go. Marshall's going to give yep. away a few books. So, look. Come and be a part of this. Dan's going to give away his phone number a couple times. <laughs> he will, because he's a popular guy. Yeah, and, <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. He can come to your house and cook and take care of you and show you how to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dan, we're committing him to that. Yeah, yeah, really. that Dan. Yeah. Dan, we're not really committing him He just him ran to off that. the road. <laughs> Where did Dan go? He's not going to be there Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, headlights down tight. I-20, there it goes. Yeah. Yeah. But but look, it, it's it's a great group of people, and um, we, we want to help you, Mississippi. We, we're calling you. Right. We're screaming for you to come come be with us on Thursday night. 
get yourself fired up. And, um, you know, I used to love listening to Marshall's radio show. At the end of it, he would say, hey, baby, I'm, I'm coming home to see you. And it was, yeah, uh, that was always a, my warning to her back in the day. Back in the day. I'm coming yeah. home. Well, uh, Honey, I'm coming home. Uh, after me... Uh, Talking about holding that girl's hand, walking around the track. Hey, hey, Lizzie, I'm coming home, baby. I'm going to hold your hand tonight. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad that's all you said. I really am. Jeff, Paul, thank you so much for coming in. It's, we'll have to have you back soon. Thank this you. was a great show. Michelle, thank you. Of course, Michelle McAdoo does a great job producing it. Coming up next is the amazing show, Southern Remedy. This is Now You're Talking on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. We will see you all next week. <laughs> 